top tips on running a business on social media. These are, I hate introductions. I'm just going to dive in. Number one, (laughs) stop looking at your explore page. Trends, any other creators content, stop scrolling. I'm telling you, this is going to be the biggest game changer because whether you are aware of it or not, it is 100% killing your creativity and your authenticity. I mean, look at social media. Like, just take a look at people who are major, have great followings, and there's this is no judgment, but what's happening is we're creating clones of each other because no one is giving themselves space to curate individual content and be original. So we're all just going based on the trends and based on who has a lot of followers, and we're trying to replicate that content. And we're doing that because we're so involved in social media. We're so consumed by it that we don't have space in our own personal lives. We don't create that for ourselves to come up with content that's original to us or authentic to our own business. So stop looking at your explore page. Stop looking at what other creators are doing, other people in your industry. I know that it is a hot tip to see what's working and replicate what's working and not recreate the wheel. But when you're running a business on social media and you want to stand out against the crowd of what is so saturated already, the best thing that you can do is turn inward, focus on yourself, focus on Curating that content that is going to be different than everybody else's. The best way to stand out against the crowd is to be different, to be unique, and to be original. Number two, create separation from your business life and your personal life. This can get a little bit wonky because we want to share behind the scenes. We want our following to get to know us. And I think that is really important for them to feel like they're your friend through the screen. That's like one of my favorite things is when I meet people and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I already know you from my social media. I really love that, but you have to be intentional about it because I'm at a place in my life where I feel like over the past 10 years growing my brand online, I've almost shared a little bit too much where people all over feel like they know me, but I almost feel like they know too much of me or they know a lot more of my personal life than I feel comfortable with at this point in time. And so I kind of want a fair warning for you to be sharing behind the scenes intentionally. And this means share some of the moments, but not all of the moments. And what this will do is it will, A, protect your privacy. B, it'll help you remain present and in real life because social media is this made up world. Whether you have this perspective or not, I've really been shifting into, okay, social media is a virtual reality and... We're all, as per I said, number one, we're all creating clones of ourselves and we're all creating this virtual reality and it has this level of perfectionism and that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. But we have to create this separation and not share every single moment because your virtual reality will start consuming your day-to-day reality. So 
Share some of the moments, not all of the moments, and the moments that you feel edify your brand. Share what's entertaining or valuable, but ask yourself, why am I sharing this? I personally, I like to give advice based on my own experience and what I've learned and the mistakes that I've made, but I personally in December took about two weeks off of posting and I'm currently in another season the first week of March taking time off from posting so much. Like I'm intentionally using uh, my business desktop platform rather than the social media app because I found myself in December posting to make my life look more interesting than it was or sharing moments throughout my day to validate myself like yes my life is awesome I want to share these awesome moments in my day and it was almost like I was seeking validation from myself and other people to be sharing those things and then I would find myself in my ego a little bit sharing to brag about my life or sharing to make my life look cool. And I realized that by doing that, I was almost altering my day-to-day just so that I could share moments on social media. For instance, I would find myself saying, I need to go watch the sunset so I can share on my stories that I watched the sunset. Like, how fucked up is that? With my mind being so consumed by this virtual reality that it was impacting my day-to-day real life reality, I knew that there needed to be more separation. So when you're posting a behind the scenes, it's all about that balance when you're creating the separation from business to personal. So just asking yourself, why am I posting this? Am I posting this to brag? To brag that I'm on vacation? Am I am I showing off that I'm at the beach? Or am I posting this to add value? Am I posting this to be inspiring? Is this going to edify my brand or help people get to know my life a little better? And kind of deciphering straight off the bat, how much of my life am I willing to share? Number three, don't post and share just to make a sale. This is the biggest mistake that most people jumping into entrepreneurship, growing a brand online make. We are all being sold to all the time and it's gotten worse. Everything is a sale at this point. Everyone is trying to convince you to do something, to buy something, whether it's to go to the restaurant they want to go to, to watch the movie they want to watch, to get you to buy something. Like it literally we're being sold to all the time. And it's worse with Instagram ads and TikTok ads now. Yes, you are running a business, but your first priority should be to add free, free, free value to the lives of your following. Again, your number one priority should be to add free value. And I hear you. I hear it all the time. Well, I can't afford to give this away. People need to be paying for what I have to offer. People need to be paying for this value. And they will, but only after they receive free valuable content from you. And it doesn't have to be you 
proclaiming that, oh, you know, I'm going to give this away for free, like to your benefit. And usually I would charge like, no, just genuinely give free shit away. And who cares if it's your entire program in a, in a post, people are still going to see the value in that and they're going to want more from you. And that's the goal, right? So don't call to action on every post. Huge mistake. Don't pitch and sell all the time through your content. Not every post needs to have a call to action or share about your upcoming coaching program. I'm sure they know that, that you have an upcoming pro- coaching program. And if they don't know, then they're going to DM you about this valuable piece of content that just made their day. People will want to work with you because you add value to their lives. You taught them something. You inspired them. This is your number one priority if you feel like your business is in a funk, if your pipeline has dried up, and you don't know where to go from here. Start by giving away free valuable nuggets in your content. Number four, set time aside for your social media. And I shared this a little bit in number two with separating from business and personal, but don't use your social media throughout the day. We're multitaskers who don't consciously realize how overwhelmed we are with social media and all of the other things that we're doing. We're so susceptible to burnout every single month because we're doing a million things at the same time, 12 hours per day. So the thing about running an online business is that you have to treat it like a business and not your lifestyle hobby. And I have, I don't think it's like I've made this mistake because I did have fun with my lifestyle hobby, but there's a major difference. The difference between an influencer running a lifestyle hobby is on her account, she's on it all day long. She's got a million story series. It's all she does. She shares every single moment from her morning coffee to her lunch all the way to moments with friends and family. She's on her account, engaging, interacting, posting literally all day. And again, there's nothing wrong with this, but it's not intentional and it's not business moving. So if you're actually wanting to scale a business and it's a legit business and you want to make six figures, you can't be playing around on social media all day. It's a total waste of time. So for me, Facebook Business Suite has turned into a great way. It sounded like a pitch. It sounded like an ad and like I'm sponsored by Facebook. I'm not. Maybe someday. Facebook Business Suite, though, is really a great way to post on stories. Um and posts, but I recommend while you do that, while you schedule out your posts, still interacting and engaging and posting organically through the app. And you can do this now on your desktop as well. So I personally don't have the Instagram app on my phone. I just use um, Instagram desktop version. They now have the ability to post reels on there, which I was shook by like super amazing. Um, and then setting aside time to set your social media up. So curating a game plan for the month. And for me personally, it's like a balance between the two because I really thrive with off the cuff inspired thought and inspired captions. And when I have, um, an idea that comes to my mind, I implement it right away. Like this 
podcast topic came to me this morning and I hopped on the mic. Um, so I do really well with that, but like this podcast is going to come out probably in a week and a half. So I'm a week and a half ahead of the game and just having like a content game plan. So if you have a business launch in two months, this month and half of next month should probably be dedicated to adding free valuable content that has to do with what you're offering to warm people up and add value to their lives in relation to the program that you're launching. And so you can set up those posts and curate those in advance through Facebook Business Suite and they will just be posted automatically. Um, you can add hashtags to them, all the things. I am not sure how it impacts the algorithm. So that's why I still like to do organic posts as well. So pre-planned posts mixed in with organic posts so that it doesn't mess with the algorithm and you still get reach. But setting time aside to set up your social media will position you to intentionally curate posts and spare you time, honestly, throughout your day. Like I didn't realize how much I was actually being sucked into the app. And I'm not a huge scroller. I don't really sit and scroll through Instagram ever. I do that more on TikTok. But when you're on it for even five minutes, that plays out in the rest of your day. Like I'll be walking down the hallway or in the elevator or on the toilet or at a stoplight and I'll open the app. And even if it's for a brief moment, it takes something away from me. Like it takes energy away from me. It takes creativity away from me and it takes my mind into a different realm. And so by deleting the app, by not being a scroller, I have found that my mind stays on track a little bit better than it did before. So even if you're not on the app, you're like, I don't have a bad habit of scrolling, I may be on it for 30 minutes a day. But if you're on it for 30 minutes a day at five minute increments throughout your day, imagine what that's doing to your tasks at hand or what that's doing to your mind in the hours in between when you're actually on the app. So just something to take into account. Focusing on your business moving activities. I can't tell you what those are, but I can tell you that it's not scrolling on social media. So just think about how much time you're spending on the app and what you could be doing instead that's going to move your business forward and scale it to your six-figure business. Number five, join some sort of group or mastermind with other people running businesses online. Doing this solo is not sustainable. You need people in your realm to bounce ideas off of, to mastermind with, to seek support from, to relate to, and just understand where you're at, where you're wanting to go, and what's going on in the social media world, in the business world. I can't tell you how much this has helped me, how much this has moved me forward, it's going to be different groups, different people filtering in and out of your life, depending on your phase in your business and your season in your life. There are moments where, I mean, all throughout my career, I've had different sets of groups. So I've had people that I can confide in that are at my exact level and growing with me. And then there are people that I confide in that are beyond where I want to go, maybe by a shorter increment. They're just a few steps ahead of me. And that's always advantageous because you're going to be learning from them. And then there's people who are maybe 10 steps ahead of you or have reached the level of success that you want to reach. And you're 
learning from them. And this can be a direct person that you have the advantage of having in your life or you're paying for their coaching services, or it can be somebody that you look at their content online. You're learning from their podcasts. You're learning from their their YouTube and you're using them as a mentor for free through their content. So having some sort of group or community around you within this process, I think is pivotal to your mental health, your emotional health, and your business health. For myself personally, in my seasons and phases of my business, um, I have had initially like a team of people that I was growing with when I was in network marketing. And then I had individuals who I met on social media who we would have little mini mastermind calls with. And then I had an in person group that I would meet with every Thursday that just completely shifted and transformed my life. And then I moved up to paying for a coach. I paid $12,000 for a mentor who had weekly calls with me personally. And then he hosted mastermind workshops with his group of clients that he had and complete game changer. Just that individual personalized one-on-one mentorship along with the group masterminds. It is so crazy how much it changes the game for you to have the support and then the relatability of other people going through what you're going through. Number six, consistency is the keyest of all keys. Trust me, if you're not adding value consistently, you're likely not growing your following or your clientele. The most annoying complaint I hear from peers, from people online, whoever, no one responded to my call to action. I need more clients, but my following isn't growing. How many times have you said this? How many people is this their biggest struggle right now? Their biggest problem right now in their business is they have no pipeline. No one's responding to their call to action. No one's responding to what they have for sale. It's time to consistently, over a period of time, build your credibility through showing up to your current following and adding value to their lives. So we want to help them see that you're someone that they can trust and rely on. And in order to do that, you have to show up consistently. You have to show them that you're in this, that you're going to be here for them. If you have 100 followers, close your eyes and picture yourself speaking to 100 people in a room. That room is packed. So imagine if you have 1,000 followers, How would it feel to be standing on stage in front of a thousand people? What would you say? How nervous would you be standing in front of a thousand people on stage? Right now, it's time to build authentic relationships with this foundation of a hundred followers or a thousand followers. Rather than worrying about growing high and tall right away, Each individual person can be acknowledged and connected with when you have 100 followers or less. But how hard would it be to do that when you have 100,000 followers? So do it now and be consistent. Stop worrying so much about the numbers and focus on the people.
So this is number seven. If you post a video with all hope in it going viral or post and watch those number of likes go up, you're posting with the wrong energy. Or put differently, you're posting for the wrong reasons. When I post, I'm hoping to speak into the lives of at least one person. My favorite comment is, I needed this today. That is how I know it was a good post and going viral is just an added benefit. Number eight, the energy of desperation. Your energy changes when you need to make money. I bet if you're running a business online, you went from having a personal Instagram to turning that Instagram into a professional account and you're now posting more business content than personal content. And from there, I'm betting to guess that your energy shifted along with it because your livelihood now depends on this account, building your clientele list. And in this point, some experts might disagree with me, but if you're in the beginning stages of your business and you're hard off on money, get a job that you can rely on for consistent income until this online business is making enough on its own for you to live off of. If you jump two feet in without a savings account and without a consistent income coming in each month, odds are you're going to come into your business with the energy of desperation rather than the desire to help solve problems. Completely contradicting that, taking a 180, for some people, jumping two feet in does actually work. Their back's against the wall. And for some, this is the best way for them to get their shit together and become super disciplined in their business. But you still have to make sure your method of selling isn't coming across desperate and pushy because your bank account is empty. Number nine. If you're growing a business totally on social media and you're not doing video, your business is going to fail. Further, if you're not on TikTok, get over yourself and start posting on the app. You're probably not on it yet because you're one of those people saying TikTok's for the young kids, dancing and doing voiceovers. You at this point in time couldn't be more wrong and you're missing the boat. The ship is literally sailing and you're standing on the dock missing the action. My following grew, and this isn't to brag, this is to convince you to get on TikTok and benefit your business. My following grew overnight to 16.5 thousand people from two videos that took 60 seconds to create and post. I had a video speaking to single women hit over 300,000 views. I had a video sharing how I healed my gut, get over 120,000 views with 283 comments. Get on the app and start doing video. It is where our world is going. There is a ton of content out there about social media and the trends for 2022 and splattered all across the experts' opinions and where everything is going, it's short-form video content. Number 10, spend more time researching and less time scrolling. There's so much to learn about social media. 
You have no excuse at this point to say, well, I just like don't know how to use the app or I'm just not familiar. Learn. Stop scrolling. Stop looking at what other influencers are doing. Stop worrying about not having a full pipeline and learn how to curate content to attract your target audience. Learn how to grow your following by YouTubing it, by looking at the trends, by looking at what's that social hub, smart hub, something hub, where they talk all about the trends. Get on Reddit, research. Number 11, please don't try to be everywhere all at once. You're going to burn out. I give you permission. Just be on two apps. Focus on just two. Just focus on two apps for now. Get the hang of those two apps and then expand from there if you see fit. But what you can do is repurpose content for different platforms. So if you feel like you can handle two or more apps, take the one singular piece of content that you posted on Instagram and recreate it for the other platforms. So meaning don't try and create different content topics for different platforms. Just adjust the content for one platform to be applicable to each individual platform or app. So for example, don't post your Instagram video on TikTok with the Instagram watermark or vice versa. Don't post your TikTok video to Instagram with the TikTok watermark. That's pretty basic, but it's it's lazy and it could hurt the algorithm. But another example, if you have a photo that you posted on Instagram with a caption, you can create a graphic with the same text in your caption, create it in Canva. Canva is my absolute favorite platform. Create a graphic in Canva with the same exact concept. So you're not having to come up with multiple different ideas for multiple different platforms. So you're going to take that Instagram post and you're going to put it into a graphic via Canva. It's really easy. There are templates that you can just like literally copy and paste. And then you're going to upload that graphic to your Pinterest board. So you now have the same basic piece of content that you made applicable for Instagram and then you made it applicable to Pinterest. Each social media platform has their unique ways to deliver content and you just have to find which way you like most and the way that you can remain consistent in and you want to just focus on that and not try to be on all of the platforms all at once. That's all I've got for now. My 11 tips on how to run a business on social media. The next episode is going to be about how to find your clients. So make sure to tune into that one. And if this resonated with you, let me know. Share this podcast. Share which tip hit you home, hit you home, hit home for you the most. I would love to hear it. I would love it if you shared this podcast, write a review if you feel inclined, if you loved it that much, it really helps the podcast. And also, if you have topic ideas, if you have questions, if you want to pick my brain, slide into my DMs, girl. I'm here for it.